Hi everyone, welcome back to Peace and Preparation. This is iAsia. For those who are new and who are listening to this for the first time, thank you so much for taking that opportunity to tune in and to listen to me talk about a lot of different things regarding overall mental health, self-esteem, God, and just navigating life. I am a therapist and I genuinely enjoy what I do and I've learned through my relationship with God the understanding of my purpose which is to encourage people and to teach people a lot about self-awareness regarding self-esteem, confidence, mental health and just how that ties into your life and the experiences that you have faced. So this particular episode is going to be a lot different from what I usually talk about. I don't even know how long it's going to be, but I honestly believe that it is time for me to talk about my testimony, my journey, my experience that is a reflection of who I am today. I wasn't always the person that you hear and you may see on social media. I wasn't always that individual and it took some time for me to get here. And I wouldn't have gotten here without God. I wouldn't have gotten here without Christ. I wouldn't have gotten here without my relationship with the Lord, with God jesus with my savior with god with the king of kings and the lords of lords i wouldn't be here today like many of you i have experienced so many different things concerning my lack of love for self and understanding of my role and my purpose in life and i am one of many children I do have a lot of siblings and I'm grateful for my siblings and I didn't always feel understood because there were just different things about me that were not necessarily met with intuitiveness and what I mean by that is I I've had experiences that I would talk to my family or you know, friends about, and it was always met with a kind of weirdness and awkwardness about my experiences. You know, I talked about my dreams and just talk about feelings. And I've always been labeled as emotional and overly sensitive and all these different things. And you could imagine as a child, I didn't even realize my level of empathy when it came to my friends and how I didn't understand that I didn't know how to set boundaries, but I was so empathetic because I felt and understood what my feeling, what my friends were going through or family members were going through without even me, without them even explaining. I could just feel their emotions. And for such a long time, I felt misunderstood. So my path and my, my niche or my, at that time, it's my niche now or niche or however you want to describe it, 
at that time, my coping mechanisms was very, a lot of me and imagination, a lot of me and to myself, a lot of me writing, a lot of me just just expressing myself through poetry. So that was my way to talk because I felt like I couldn't really talk to people about what was going on in my heart, what was going on in my mind, the things that I was feeling and seeing. And no, I didn't grow up having a relationship with God. You know, I was raised to pray to God. And interestingly enough, and through my my my, my religious and spiritual path, the two are different, I knew of Christ and I became and I was taught of Christ. But I didn't go to church. You know, my parents taught my siblings and I how to pray and they taught us morals, values, and what was what's right, what's wrong, what was wrong, what was right, and all these different things. And um, I can count on my hands how many times I went to church. It wasn't something that was routine in my, my household. But I think that had a lot to do with my parents trying to figure things out regarding their spirituality as well. So... I had learned to cope through poetry, through writing and creating these stories, through utilizing people's experiences as, it's almost like an artist and, uh, and having a muse, as they would say, of like maybe painting someone or something of that nature. So I would utilized my own experiences and the experiences of others to create my poetry, my poems. I will write stories, which was like my greatest escape where I just fall in love with this wonderful person who rescued me from poverty and and, and very op- oppressive conditions. And what do I mean by that? Grown up in an environment where it's a crabs in a barrel mentality. Where it's a very hard life. And your parents, the best thing they can do is keep you sheltered so you don't see, but you still see. You still feel. And those are things that weren't explained to me. Or at least I didn't understand at the time if they were explained to me. So I've had experiences in my life and encounters with God that I couldn't even begin to express and explain to people because they would say, oh, you're weird. Or that's crazy. Or I don't want to hear about that. Or don't talk to me about that. (laughs) And imagine hearing those things as a child trying to talk to people about your dreams and like I don't understand you know you as a social worker and and based upon my level of education learning about Sigmund Freud's interpretations of dreams and Carl Carl Rogers interpretations and all these different types of psychologists interpretations of dreams it doesn't always explain everything that you experience And I was so curious about my experiences, curious about my feelings of other people's emotions, feeling like a sponge and soaking up what other people are feeling, 
just feeling sensitivity and 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 I cried. I was a crier. I I mean, I've now God has definitely taught me how to understand my emotions and be able to navigate them and and control them. But I wasn't always able to do that. And I couldn't explain feelings that I had about people who I just didn't think were nice or kind people. I would go into my shell. I would clam up. I wouldn't want to be around the person. And my dad always says that I wear my feelings on my face. And I think I've gotten better at it. But I can only imagine what my face looked like as a child. When I couldn't explain that I didn't feel comfortable around certain people. And I just think about the dreams that I would have. So these were so many questions that I would have. And when I got old enough, when I turned 18, I remember feeling the emotions of the world. And that sounds like the craziest thing to explain and express, but... Believe it or not, when you become more in tune with yourself and emotions, you feel these energies. We, we, we hear all these new age things about energy, about uh, certain um, like psychic abilities and all these different things. But it's, it's so much deeper than that. And I just remember... Being at being 18 or 19, I don't care remember. I was I was in college at the time. And I just remember, I can't remember who died at that time, if it was Whitney Houston or Michael Jackson. I'm not sure which one of them. You know, they were definitely popular in my life and in the, the my culture. And I just remember, you know, war happening at that time and just hearing about famine and just being so interested in all these different theories, conspiracy theories, and doing a lot of research because I love to read and research and asking God. And I'm not sure if I said, hey, God, like what's going on? But I just remember having these questions and either saying them out loud or speaking them in my spirit and just wanting to know, like, why is the world like this? Like, what is what is what is my purpose for being here? Why? Why is there so much death? And why is there so much negativity and that was the precursor to the journey that God decided he was going to take me on and I had learned so much from 18 until now about God about life about who I am and the beauty, beautiful thing about God is that he doesn't give you everything all at once. He knows that there's just certain things that you can't handle. At age 18, I probably couldn't handle what, I, what I'm experiencing now at age 32 and, and whatever in between that. And I remember not believing. I've gone from believing in Christ to not believing in Christ and a lot of my reasons for not believing in Christ was based upon other people and other people's thoughts and teachings about God. And throughout my journey, I remember being a part of different types of congregations and religious 
practices that made, left me feeling empty, left me feeling questionable, left me wondering, is this God? Is this the God that I'm supposed to serve? Is this how I'm supposed to feel? Am I supposed to feel trapped and oppressed, angry, bitter, upset, jealous, angry, hurt, resentment? Is the, are these the conditions that I'm supposed to live in? Where are you, God? Those were my questions. Where are you? Who am I? And I thought that relationships and marriage would bring me to the understanding of God. But it was mirroring a lot of things that I was running away from. I was running away from getting to know God for myself. I thought that a man could teach me how to have a relationship with God. And not that your partner can't help you to navigate God. I believe in marriage. I believe in relationships. But... If that person is not whole and you're not whole, you're going to lead each other into the wrong direction. Someone is. Or both of you are. And I didn't know God for myself because I was seeking answers through people. And when I started to question even more, there goes that, that, that there was this age. I don't remember exactly what the age. I'm pretty sure I'm about 25 or 26 or 27 at this time. And I'm like, God... I'm in this religious organization that's telling me that I need to do this, that, this, and a third. And I can't do this and I can't do that. But yet and still, I still sin. And in your scriptures, it says that if I sin, I'm going to die. What do you mean? What's happening? Help me to understand. I'm reading about prophets and how they were able to foresee and had these visions and dreams and then I'm like God well I've had dreams and I think I've had visions and I've experienced this and experienced some of these things that they're talking about what does this mean but yet and still these people are telling me no or that's not how God deals with people and so now can you can you feel my my confoundedness can you feel my confusion can you feel my struggles And so God must have said, I think you're ready. I think you're ready for more elevation, more growth, more maturity spiritually. So he brought friends, new people into my life. Friends who had relationships with him. And they weren't a part of my religious organization In fact, some of them never even heard of it. And that's not to take away from what I was practicing and believing at that time. It made me realize that people are, there are other people on a journey just as similar as yours. But I learned from these individuals that God had placed in my life, I was questioning things. Ask 
asking more questions like god i have a good friend of mine's um he actually has a channel on instagram i will link it below so you guys can check him out he's awesome and my coworker who's my really close friend and just a bunch of other women that i had was around at that time who were in 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 many ways teaching me about god which was very counter to what i was learning in my religious practice and i just remember my my friend my good friend um orain and how i had met him and just how god was very intricate with what he was doing god is very one thing about god is that he is we limit god we limit god so much that we just we don't even understand his own capabilities and we try to think that we do but that's the limits that we put on god and i was limiting god at that time in my life but when i asked those questions god was like let me answer and he introduced me to a friend my good friend orain now who talks to god and when the way that he t- would talk to god and pray i was just so baffled like that's how you talk to god you tell god all those d- details you talk to god about all those different things and i remember when he would say things and and have these this insight and vision and understanding and discussions of god talking back to him and i'm just i just remember like who are you who are you and my friend my good friend jacasey just seeing me for who I was she saw me in my practices she saw me agreeing to things that in my heart I really didn't believe in that I really didn't understand but was going along with because I thought that it was the right thing to do and because I really wasn't I wasn't sure who I was doing it for but she saw me and she would say Aisha I know this is I don't I know I I respectfully I respect what you believe in but I just don't think that this is you. And I would get upset with her in a little bit like what do you mean? Like how dare you? You know how determined I am about doing what I believe in. And she was right. But I was afraid to admit it at that time. But God would provide Little by little, he would give me bread. Little by little, he would give me water. Little by little, he would give me guidance and revelation. And he took his time with me. And he always knew when I was ready to elevate. And when I started believing in Christ again, I knew it was finally because I had a relationship with God. I used to think that Christ was this figment of our imagination, like a character or a superhero or 
um, like a Marvel superhero who had these superpowers and all these different skills and abilities that just were not realistically obtainable for humanity. But when God started to open my eyes and showed me through constant reading and talking to him, Christ is just as similar in so many ways that I am. Devoted to God. Loving God. Wanting to serve God. And trying to figure out the only difference is he he knew what his mission was and his purpose was. And those were always my questions to God. What is my mission? What is my purpose? Why did you, why am I here? And now that I can open up the Bible and see the reasons why God chose Christ for our salvation it makes a lot of sense to me and I don't want to fight anybody about that anymore I used to feel like I had to explain to people not necessarily the world but just my family and people that I used to go to the congregation with that I had to explain myself that I had to explain why I no longer live the same lifestyle that they live, why I decided to believe in Christ and, and accept him as my savior. I felt like I had to explain. I, I felt like I had to explain, like, well, you don't understand. I, everything that they're talking about is the things that I experienced. And 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 look here, like, like look at this or... or the scripture here is just exactly what I've been feeling and I just felt that's draining. That's so draining. But one thing I want to say is when I decided, when God, I don't want to even say when I decided, but when God decided that he would answer my questions. he would take his time, that he would help me, that he would restore me and heal me and help me to understand who I am. That was most important to me because no one else could explain that. Not the way that God can. And it was God who, who built my house that I live in. It was God who brought me out of the wilderness of relationships that were toxic. It was God who taught me that I was enough. It was God who told me that I had to stop being codependent and depend on him. It was God who said, I hear you. I love you. I'm always with you. I forgive you. I know you're not perfect. I know who you are. I know what you don't like. I know you don't have to hide. Not from me. I know who you really want you I know who you really want to be to be. Excuse me. 
and you need to be her. And when I got to admit things to God, and I wanted to end a relationship that I just was tired of trying to be perfect and happy and this and that and just putting up a facade, when I finally admitted to God, I can't do it. I can't uphold this belief of being in this marriage that I'm not happy in. And God released me. Like the next day, not even the next day, the day and the days proceeding after. It was, God just said to me, like, finally you admitted and you told me what you truthfully felt. I honestly don't know if what I'm saying is making any sense to you, to you guys, but I'm just coming forth with some raw and real emotions and I'm just letting it flow as best as I possibly can. I could have wrote this down. I could have broken it up in segments. I could have just expressed it, but I just want to be authentic. That's all I've ever wanted to be. I've always wanted to be Aisha. I was, I hid so much. People would say my name wrong and I would hide and I would cry and I wouldn't correct them. I've, people would overlook me and I would just try to be even more people pleasing and try to oppress people and try to dress and be a certain way. And I just got tired. I got tired of being in relationships. I wanted to cook this for this person and do this for this person and dress this way for this person. And maybe if I do this and act like this, that this person would feel better and we could have a better relationship. But I don't want to do that anymore. Or be in friendships where my kindness is taken for granted and my vulnerability is looked at as a weakness. And I just got tired of being tired of myself. I wanted to look at myself and say I love Aisha. I wanted to become like these women who were greater versions, who became greatest, greater versions of themselves. These women who transformed themselves and it was just, you know, I would watch YouTube and I would listen to these podcasts and I would read these books about how these women just rediscovered who they were and this message was the same, that they believed they believed in God. They believed in themselves that they stopped following other people's thoughts and beliefs of them, of who they should be. And they started believing for who they were created to be. And I can say that in a thousand ways. But until you really understand the magnitude of how amazing you are, It's different. It hits different. Years ago, I couldn't even talk like this to you. But here I am, 
pouring out my heart and sharing my testimony by the grace of God in Christ. So, for those of you who are listening to this message, if there is anything that you find that resonates with you and that you have questions about and that you really want me to go a little bit deeper, feel free to reach out to me. I will put my email address in the description along with my blog and and other ways that you can contact me. Um, But if you find yourself trying to understand what your identity is, I found mine through Christ. I found mine through God. The Trinity. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit directed me to my path and my purpose. And I'm not afraid to talk about it anymore. I can't. I can't. I wouldn't be living and breathing if it wasn't for the kings of kings and lords of lords. I wouldn't be able to share these things with you all if it hadn't been for the journey that he created for me so that I can get to this place of authenticity, of truth, of love of myself. I know every day is not perfect. It's not supposed to be. But the peace that I have experienced in my life in the past two years, almost two years, wow. When I read the scripture that Christ provides a peace that surpasses all understanding, and if you take on his yoke, it's so much lighter than what the world is showing and telling, my life has been beautiful. I have bills, I have struggles, I have debts and all these different things, student loans, mortgages to pay, a car note to pay, (laughs) clients who cancel on me, and it's like, wait a minute, my check is going to be short. But at the end of the day, God always provides. I'm I'm shocked as, as as to what I have and what he's doing in my life so I want you all to know that you're not alone on your journey you're not alone on your path there's so many people out there like you who are going through their emergence into their identity into their purpose and into their mission and Talk to God. Talk to your creator. Talk to him like you would talk to a friend. And watch your circumstances change. 
So I thank you all. I, I really got in my poetic mood at that moment and just letting things flow again. But um, yeah, I'm very, I'm a deep person. But I, I felt that it was time to share and God put it on my heart. You know, there's so much going on in the world and it's time to share. You know, there are people dying of suicide, of mental illness, of struggles with depression and anxiety. And a lot of it stems from just not knowing who they are, not feeling like they're enough and not believing that they are loved. But you are. You're loved. If anyone loves you, is God, is your creator. And that love is unconditional. No one can give you that kind of love. And I I mean that, and I say that from experience. And I felt isolated by family, by friends, and misunderstood. And people might feel like I chose to do that or what have you, but the reality is when we don't agree on things with one another, there's going to be some tension there. And some unspoken energy. But God, God never forsook me, never left me. And I know when I'm real and when I pray to him and when I tell him how I feel and when I cry and when I express my anger and my hurt and my pain, He's always there for me, and he's always there to guide me through it. So just know that there is a God, and he is here for you, always. So I'm just going to wrap this up and just say thanks again, guys, for listening to my podcast. And again, if you have any questions if you have if you want to hear a little bit more and it's just a lot of my I can't fit my life into or my experiences <laughs> to a podcast episode and I, I didn't want this to be too long anyways but definitely again I will provide my information in the description so that you can reach out to me and I thank you for just taking the time to tune in whether you heard the whole podcast episode or just bits and pieces of it I appreciate you and I appreciate you just allowing me to share and and be honest and I hope that someday you will be able to do the same thing if you aren't already doing that so God bless this is Asia with the peace and preparation podcast thank you and have a wonderful wonderful, peaceful, and prosperous.